0: Podcast family, welcome to another episode of Motherhood in Black and White. I'm Kanji. I'm Tara, and this week's episode, we are going to talk about a few of our favorite things as it relates to the stages of motherhood. Mm -hmm. Taking it back a bit, right? Yes. So we are in season three now, and when we started this podcast, our boys were a little younger. It was Mm -hmm. the very beginning of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. and and now a couple of years later. We're looking back and it's like, wow, both of us have now crossed the halfway mark of having them in our houses. Yes, that's right. Yeah, right. So my son is 13 and he is completing the seventh grade and your son, Gage. Gage will be 12 this year and he is finishing elementary school. So, yeah. So at this point, we have more years behind us in terms of having them at our houses, God willing. God help us. Please. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Then we have in front of us. So we wanted to take a minute to kind of take a moment to reflect on what our motherhood journey has been so far. And Kind of like what's been our favorite part of this experience? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So motherhood. We have a lot of different phases, and again, there are ways that many of us come into this motherhood journey. Some of us feel as though we're moms the first time we see that positive pregnancy test, and some it's the first time you get the call that you are um, going to be a foster parent or an adoptive parent, or sometimes it's when you marry into a family. But whatever it is, I think we all have those years, those seasons where it's a little bit more special. That's right. Yeah. So we'll talk about it. And again, very beginning, there are some people that really, really like the newborn phase. Right? Are are there people that really, (laughs) I'm sorry. Yes. Some people really like the newborn phase. That's right. So the newborn phase, again, for a lot of us, it's a blur, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) and then after the newborn phase, you have the infant phase. Yes. And also for many of us, it's still a blur. Still a blur. Kind of the same goes it bleeds together. And then there's toddler, toddling and toddler phase. Okay. And so what would you characterize the toddler phases? I love that we're doing this and neither of us are like child psychologists. No. We're going to make up our own stages, guys. <laughs> I think, I think like two to four. Okay. It's toddler. Okay. I mean, in my mind. Sure. Because then they start school. Okay. And that's a different thing. So for this conversation, we'll, we'll use that is the two right. to four. Right. And then after that, we have preschool. Yes. And then elementary school. Yes. I'll say middle school, adolescent.
1: And I would even break elementary, right? Like K through second and then third through fifth. I feel like that's the demarcation at Gage's school. And it felt like a change, like where he went from like small kid to big kid.
0: Okay. So you say demarcation. What does that mean? uh, Like there's a line between I know what demarcation is. I mean, you know means. what I'm saying?
1: Like the kindergartners the second graders have their own side of the school. They oh. haven't have kind of their own schedule. And then the third through the fifth grade <laughs> not <I> can't <laughs> stop like that. And then the third through the fifth graders kind of have their own place and they have their own schedule. It's it's kind of where they turn into the big kids at school.
0: Thank you for the fancy vocabulary lesson, Ms. Listen, MBA. It's what I bring to the
1: table here. <laughs> You're welcome. I can't believe you literally <laughs> defined. No, dem- I mean, I knew what you knew what it meant. I was trying to
0: get deeper into it. I knew you knew what it meant. we are gonna gonna employer, pro- You know what the words are. We're going to proceed. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, moving on. and then I th- guess middle school. Yes. Okay. And then high school. Yes. And then we'll say then young adults, they're off in college. Yes. Or, that, or, or adulthood. We weren't going to say college, just adulthood. The adulthood. It, That's okay. right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Exactly. So these are different phases. And I've loved having conversations with other mothers and friends of mine who have really loved certain parts of the journey um, and certain experiences more than others. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have this conversation with you to kind of find out like what parts so far of your journey have been um, the most memorable and the favorites and the ones that are the least favorites. And we'll talk a little bit about why. Let's get into it. Okay. All right. So do you want to talk about the good first, the bad or the ugly? <laughs> Let's talk about our
1: least favorite first.
0: Mm-hmm. So before we do, yes. um, podcast fam, as you're listening, think about what your least favorite stage or phase of the motherhood experience or parenting experience has been so far and then we'll see if it kind of aligns with mine and Tara's. And if so, why? <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
1: Now you go first. This okay.
0: Time. For me, yes. my least favorite was the newborn and the infant face. Mm. I did not enjoy it at all. What was your least favorite thing about it? What was so hard? Whew. Well, there were a couple of things. I mean, the first part of it that was so hard was the, um, well, we had a really big change. So Roman was born in January 2009. At the time, I was working in New York. I was an attorney and I was on maternity leave from a large law firm in Manhattan. And when Roman was three weeks old and I never intended to be a stay-at-home mom like for me yeah I love working I love being a career person and that was my intention was always to go back to work but when Roman was three weeks old I got a phone call and I was laid off from my job mm. so I think in addition to having a newborn the entire dynamics in our household just changed yeah like we went from being a two-income household to being a one-income household I went from being someone who was going to be going back to work to like oh now, what do I do? Right. Yeah, right. Um, you know, our financial situation took a hit at that moment. And so on top of trying to keep this little human alive, yeah. you know, but for me, I didn't necessarily like it at all because a, I wasn't, I breastfed exclusively for the first year mm-hmm. of the life and I wasn't good at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was painful. I wasn't prepared for how painful it was going to be. Um, Roman has suffered from night terrors. Oh my goodness. He did not sleep through the night until he was almost three years old. Um, and so when i say i don't remember that first year i mean i really don't remember wow. it wow it was just a challenge and there were adjustments and there were adjustments with my with my husband yeah. you know my partner we got married nine months and one day before the baby came right and so we didn't really have that chance to get to know each other and make plans and kind of figure out how we were going to do the parenting thing because we just started parenting <laughs> right like we just jumped right in <laughs> there was no plan yeah <laughs> he was yeah, like, yeah he's like your doctor said you were infertile and it was gonna take <laughs>
1: she was wrong god had a plan he, he really did God's plan <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that was it because he's was like, How are you pregnant? It's <laughs> like, well, we have this. So little- when a woman <laughs> and a man love each other, <laughs> that's exactly what we got into. Um, and and so like for me, I just wasn't a fan of of I'm not a fan of the newborn phase or experience, and it wasn't for me. And I will share that I think if it had been a different first year of right. Roman's life, if yeah. he had been a better sleeper, if I hadn't had the disruption in in our Financial situation, me not being um, employed, yeah. me not being in a good mental space because of that. Yeah. Um, maybe I would have then been um, more anxious to have additional children, um, but it didn't happen, and we didn't, and so um, I only had to ex- experience that phase one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Interesting. Mine is the same. <laughs> now, I I don't know why I feel compelled to say it, but I mean, obviously. There were snuggles and sweet moments and he was cute, but uh, that was the most dissociated time of my life where I had this baby. I wanted this baby. I signed up to have this baby and he was adorable and he wasn't a super hard baby, but you know, babies are tough. But I just didn't, I just like lost track of like who I was, you know, I felt tied to this baby but i and i forgot and i just remember not feeling like myself for almost 3 years mm. and just really even when i was enjoying moments and and loving him still just not feeling like myself like for a very long time and so while while um i didn't have as much disruption as you did or upheaval as you did and it wasn't you know all terrible It was not my favorite time because I just did not feel connected to who I was at the time. It was a really weird place to be, like, in my body, not in my body, in
0: my mind, and not really understanding how to get back there. So you said he was almost three when you started to regain that connection with yourself. Yeah. What happened there? How did that happen?
1: I mean, I think it was just a slow progression. Um, I felt, I mean, I did feel better when he, you know, after about a year I did feel better, but I just didn't feel all the way back. But I think slowly what I did is I... You know, I started he got older, so I was able to, like, go back to the gym and and I went to back to work pretty quickly. But I was always split between the two. And eventually I was like, oh, he's good. I can be at work when I'm at work. And so I think it was just a progression of, like, slowly getting back to the things that I like to do and things about myself and not feeling, you know, totally split between what was going on with him and what was going on with me.
0: Yeah. Thank you for taking that time to share with us. I will tell you that I did not realize or remember how much I disliked the um, newborn infant stage until I would say January of 2022, just this year when we got a puppy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That'll do it. Yo. You're like, there is a reason. (laughs) I don't like taking care of people that can't take care of
0: themselves. (laughs) Let me just tell you, we adopted our puppy, Chewbacca Bartholomew, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Chewy, And, aka the most adorable puppy in the world, Mm. for the record. Mm. Sorry, I don't live here though. So, exactly. (laughs) But he was eight weeks old Mm when we got him. And we had a puppy a a long time ago, back in 2006. Mm. And, um, I forgot like yeah. what it's like. I, I And it literally was like a newborn. It's like t- getting up every 90 minutes to go outside the whining and the whimpering because he wasn't with his litter and his mother the first couple of nights. Yeah, And it was just the constant attention, having to make sure that this puppy who could eat anything and like constant vigilance. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And getting up every 90 minutes. Yes. <laughs> yes. During the night. I was like having to know where he is at all times. Yeah. And yes. I was like, oh, my gosh, pretty much because I felt sleep deprived again, like I did when Roman was an infant. And I was like, yo. <laughs> just a good reminder <laughs> at this stage of the game, there is a reason. Yes, <laughs> and the puppy outgrew it. I mean, now yes. he, he's sleeping through the night. We're good, and they outgrow it a little faster than the babies <laughs> do. So we can we can handle we it. can
1: handle it. <laughs> right.
0: But just like there wasn't a second Roman, there ain't gonna be a second Chewy.
1: <laughs> You're like I've learned this lesson now a few <laughs> times. Done, done.
0: <laughs> we ain't doing this again. Like if I try to ever think about getting another puppy, podcast family, you have permission to message me. Um, reach out and say, Kanji, you do not want to do this. Remember, you don't like it.
1: <laughs> Remember, you don't like this. This is not your thing. Not a, It doesn't matter how cute it is. It's <laughs> right. not
0: for you. That's right. G- say, child, this is just not for just you. Just say no. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we both agree kind of like on our least favorite yes. year, stage yes. of motherhood for me. That would have been 2009. And again, it aligns with a lot of stuff that was going on in the world. Yeah, You know, we had the Great Recession, 2009 was challenging, kind of like the last couple of years have been challenging in terms of um, what's going on globally. But there has been during the 13 years that I've been a mom, there have been a couple of years that have really brought so much Pleasure. Yeah. And happiness. Yeah. And those were all times before the pandemic when I was able to get out of my house. (laughs) Right. Um, But I would love, I started first last time. Tell me about uh, your favorite year. If it's a calendar year or a phase in the motherhood experience, tell us a little bit about that. This is my favorite.
1: This right now. This preteen, getting out of elementary school, going into middle school. This is my favorite right now. Really? Tell me more. I... I don't know how to describe it. I've said it to a few people recently, like in the last few months, even though he does, he is annoying me sometimes. I mean, it does happen, but I am just so into that kid right now. Like I love having conversations with him and, you know, we make each other laugh and crack each other up and, you know, we like the same music and we're into the same TV shows and He's almost as big as me, which just kind of blows my mind. It's it's kind of like, I don't know, I'm just really into this phase.
0: I'm really enjoying myself as a mom right now and, and loving this kid. Do you enjoy it because it's more like he's a friend and less like you're a mom at this moment? No, I'm still his mom. <laughs> but I think it's because,
1: maybe because this is the most myself I've been as a mom. Mm. Like... I'm not holding as much back. I'm not constantly trying to correct and teach. And I'm just kind of myself. And we're just talking about things like we're two people. I mean, obviously, I mean, there is a friendship there, clearly. But he, I mean, we are, I am his mom and he knows, <laughs> we know that. But um, I think this is probably the most of myself I've felt as a mom. And I get to just enjoy him and he gets to just enjoy me. And, you know, we have dust-ups from time to time. And he definitely is On my list for a few things every now and again but for the most part we just really have a good time together
0: Mm. just really enjoy each other what are the things that you like doing with him the most you just you mentioned a few things like yeah what, what do you like doing the most with him right now um i like just talking to him like we have really
1: funny conversations right now uh he's moved up to the front seat in the car which has been hilarious, you know. So he's just like this person sitting next to me in the front seat, and we like the same music, so we sing along and and find new songs together. And he he introduced me to In um, Canto, and it's like you're gonna love this mom. And we listen to that soundtrack, and we watch a lot of the same TV shows. And we do that as a family. Like we're really into you know Marvel and Star Wars. So all those new shows that are coming out at Disney Plus, we sit down every week and watch those together. And then we watch the. Easter egg videos and and learn all about the history together. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of into that stuff and um you know we'll go to the movies. I mean we just do a lot of stuff together. He'll you know we sit and eat together and and just chit chat. I think really it's just the conversations right now. I'm just really Loving getting known to my kid right now. Oh, he's got his own ideas, and he, you know, and as you know, he looks just like me. So I'm having this weird experience. He stole your whole face. I went to the dry cleaners the other day, and Jason usually picks up the dry cleaning, so they know him. And I walked in, and she was like, "What's the name?" And I said, "Campbell." And she looks at me, and she goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, your son looks just like (laughs) you." Like she knew I was because she recognized me from Gage. Um, So there's that. But he also was. He sounds like me sometimes. Like, it's just funny. He's got his own thing going over there and it's really fun to get to know. He told me the other day, he said something to me and I did something and I didn't get him something at the store or something. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. I see how it is. (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm just having this experience with this guy. He's hilarious.
0: And it's like, oh, he's just like me. He's That's- just
1: like me. It's like walking around with the mini me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, of course, I love him. <laughs> of course you
0: do. You're like, oh, he's turning out to be just like me. I, I mean, love this. The coolest, obviously. <laughs> That's great. The one thing I will say that I think, uh, you know, we look and say, like, what could have been, would have been, should have been. Yeah. For, for me, Roman was in fifth grade when the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. So right where, where Gage is right now, it was the end of his fifth grade year. You know, we went away for spring break and we came back and just never left the house mm-hmm. for like seven or eight months. And so when he was supposed to be going through this like transition of leaving elementary school and starting middle school, he missed all of that. Yeah, And I missed experiencing that with him because I then went from just being, you know, cool mom. Just kidding. I never was. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm, I'm I'm just a cool mom. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. cool mom. But I went from that part of, of watching him transition from elementary school to then just being like the teacher.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: And the disciplinarian and the, the healthcare provider and right. just being inside the house with them. And so when he was able to then go to middle school, his middle school experience hasn't been, quote unquote, normal because yeah. it was um abbreviated with COVID and, and lots of starts and stops with um, people getting diagnosed in his classroom or switching to online learning and, you know, whatever that's going to look like. And so now as it looks as though we're coming out of this pandemic a little after two years. It's interesting to kind of like start to watch him. Mm hmm start to now be who he's supposed to be yes he now like comes home from school and is mom I'm going out with my friends and he's gone for several hours and he's really getting into lots of different activities and he's into drama and musicals and we share our love of musicals and and he's doing kickboxing and tournaments and so all of these wonderful things that he's doing that I think we paused for about a year and a half yeah um but again Kids are resilient. We hear it. We say it. We know it. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting to see that happen now. The fact that it's happening inside the body of a 13-year-old, <laughs> not my favorite time.
1: Well, it's interesting. I'll We'll see how I feel in a year. Yeah. Right? I feel like I'm in that sweet spot right
0: before it gets weird. So... <laughs> I'm enjoying it while I'm here. (laughs) So what is your favorite? Okay, so now I'm thinking about like, well, is this now not my least favorite time? (laughs) Maybe
1: it's worse than newborn. (laughs) Let's think about that. (laughs) It's
0: like the newborn. I could just put them in a
1: room and close the door. I I think that the equalizer is that you don't have to change diapers. So I think it beats newborn just on that alone. That's true.
0: That's true. (laughs) But you have to change sheets.
1: And that's another story for another day. That's another story for another day.
0: (laughs) You know, and having a 13 year old who's going through puberty Mm -hmm. and who's going through this need to assert independence, Mm. it's great that he's trying to figure himself out. But again, there's the moodiness and there's the angst and there is the uncomfortability in his own body and you know all of this is coming up and you know sometimes my husband and I like well how come he doesn't want to talk to us right I was like he I didn't want to talk to my mama when I was that age (laughs) you know yeah it's like constantly like well he just wants to talk to and spend time with his friends of course and I understand it I recognize it but I'm also like oh can we go back to what was my favorite time which would have been as you so put it, after the demarcation <laughs> I'm never gonna live that one now. in elementary school. I would say it was um the the first part of elementary school. Yeah, K through two. K through two. Yeah. He was he was so sweet and kind and was just unintentionally funny mm-hmm. and still and was growing and changing so rapidly. Yeah. And to your point, um during that time I was also really, really busy and active Mm -hmm. in my career. And and in addition to my career, I was, you know, working as a fitness instructor for the cycling studio. So I was kind of doing my own thing. He was kind of doing alongside me. He would love coming to the gym with me. And he was like back then. Like my ride or die, right? Yeah. He would come to the cycling studio and would love to just sit on the bike and everyone would love him. He was like the old puppy. He, yes. <laughs> he was the first Chewbacca. That's right. He was my puppy back then. I that's could kind right. of take him everywhere. For me, it was good because I liked to see what he was starting to become. Yeah. And that's where I saw so much potential and I saw that he was such a kind, Generous soul. And I remember his kindergarten teacher, Miss Atkins, at the end of the kindergarten year brought all of the kids up and was like, I'm going to give an adjective for your name, for your last name. And my son's last name starts with the letter S. Mm -hmm. And she said, when she brought him up, and she said, and in Roman, um, S the S for you is not going to be your last name but it's going to be for sensitive oh, mm. and oh one of God. the little boys is one of his best friends Jake was like ha ha Roman sensitive <laughs> <laughs> Tara <not> no <laughs> that and Roman started crying <laughs> oh, and awful. came running over to me and he's like mommy mommy I said yeah buddy he's like what does sensitive mean <laughs> oh boy. I said it means this right that's now right. just right. what you're doing that's exactly what's happening <laughs> It's like, that's, I was like, this is exactly what it means. Uh But that's when a guy started like starting to just see his personality develop Mm -hmm. and um, his value system start to kind of just be shown at the forefront. He really in first grade started coming home and he's like, mommy, you know, this teacher said I did something and I didn't. And she's wrong. She's wrong. And she blamed me for something another student did. And he just became this like right fighter. And he was like, It's inequitable the way that certain teachers are treating boys versus the girl students. And he started seeing this and recognizing it. And I was like, Yeah, this is my little justice warrior here. Yeah. So I loved kind of just watching that part of him develop. Um and starting to kind of guide him a little bit. But who he is. Is all who he's always been yeah you know yeah so well in K through two is
1: when they lose all those teeth and they're so <laughs> adorable I mean gage was toothless for like. A year and a half. And those pictures are still some of my
0: favorites. They're our favorites because some of them are just not cute. I mean, they're not. I mean, just to their mother, I guess.
1: (laughs) I just every time I think about like, oh, my God. Remember when Gage didn't have any teeth? That's wild.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it, it is. And it's so wild to look at how quickly it has gone by. Yes. You know, and everyone says it. Um, We moved here to the Dallas area 10 years ago Mm. this month on and I say this, it's for, it's like a Gilligan Island reference. Remember how Gilligan's Island, that tour was supposed to be three hours? Oh, yeah. Our trip to Dallas, Texas was supposed to be one year. Uh-huh. We came here because my husband got a quote unquote one year job contract. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, let's go on this little adventure to Texas and then go back to New York mm-hmm. or wherever. And you now 10 years later, we're still here. I'm so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> to be decided. I know, we're I saying. know. You're always but, thinking about it. <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> like, there's still a couple boxes that I have not unpacked <laughs> just in case, just in case we need to leave because I'm not committed to staying here yet. Yeah. But I look and I was like, literally, we'll drive by restaurants. We went to the first week we were here and I could remember, you know, toddler Roman having conversations about the queso and, yeah. and just little things. And I was like, how is it possible that this was 10 years ago? And then if I look forward 10 years, I'm like, in 10 years from now, Ugh. God willing, he'll be early 20s and doing his thing out in the world and I will have zero input in his life Uh I can offer him advice at that point but I will have no input or direction I know I think about it sometimes I
1: can't think about it too hard it really I started to get like oh my god he's we don't have very much longer you know 10 years is gonna go by that fast and then he's just gonna be out doing his own thing in an even bigger way than he is now it's crazy to me
0: but I love the way, Tara, that you said and you shared that right now is your favorite part. Mm-hmm. It's your favorite time. And I hope that, you know, as he starts middle school next year, then that's your favorite time. And that's what I hope and I wish for you.
1: Me too. Well, I'm not look I'm not optimistic about it. I've heard <laughs> about middle school and I know what's coming. But I hope that um I hope that we get to keep a little bit of what we got going on right now because it's pretty special. If you don't, you're not alone. I know, and I'm, <laughs> and I can let it go. I like, I can let go of the expectations. I can, but I, so that's why I'm like really digging into it right now because I know it's not forever.
0: <laughs> you're gonna keep singing Kanto songs for the next seven years. I love it. You're just gonna keep that memory alive. I will for sure. Um, Remember
1: that time when Cage was awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he will be awesome forever yeah. and ever. And podcast family. Each of you is awesome. We love taking the time to just reflect on what makes us who we are, what makes our kids who they are. And I think we still are mindful of the fact that this podcast is about creating a community where not only Tara and I can share our stories, but we invite other mothers in to share their stories and their experiences as we realize that there is power in building community and keeping the community together. And sometimes in our motherhood journey, there's power and there's joy in recognizing and realizing, yeah, you're not alone. And as long as you're listening to this podcast, you will not be alone. And Tara, as long as I am here in Dallas, which is looking like it's going to be forever, <laughs>
1: you will not be alone because I always got your back, girl. No matter where you go, you will not be alone. You know I got you. That
0: sounds stalkerish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I am unashamed. I will stalk you all over this country. And Podcast <laughs> Family, we love having you here with us. Make sure you're liking um, the episodes wherever you listen to them. Make sure you follow us so that you don't miss any upcoming. We've been having a lot of fun this season, just kind of reconnecting uh, we've had some busy lives and it's been fun just to sit down kanji and i and chat but we've got some guests playing for you and some topics coming up that you're not going to want to miss
0: thank you for joining us each week so with that being said we're going to sign off this week for another episode of motherhood in black and white podcast family you are simply amazing guard your health mental physical and spiritual and we will be back next week same time same place take good care